everybody. Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. And Katie. And, <laughs> hold on, it's Cordy. Live wire. Okay. And we're back with another episode. Joy is here. Yay. Thank you, everyone, for your love and support. Thank you for sharing our episodes. Thank you for telling your friends about it. Continue to do it because it helps us out. Uh, hit us up on our social media accounts. We have a Facebook at Talk It Out Podcast, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. We have an Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast. And we have a Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. Visit our website, CIOPodcast.com, for episodes and blog posts. And you can email us at Talk It Out Podcast at Yahoo.com. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you could possibly find a podcast. So let's get right into it. This is kind of just going to be a random random topic episode, but we're going to have a good time. So the first topic <laughs> is, um, it, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, as you know, Sean P. Diddy Combs, Sean Puff Daddy Combs, Sean Combs, <laughs> um, he is, um, he kind of he has he has quite a a presence on social media. You know he he's always uh, touting a, a, a philosophical quote every once in a while on Twitter. And so kind of what what he has been touting is this whole um, whatever you want to achieve, you can do it. All you have to do is work hard. You have no excuses to why you're not successful. No excuses to why you're not fulfilling your dreams. And everybody shares it. It gets a, a gazillion retweets, and um, everybody hails it as something profound. Um, what what do you guys think about that type of rhetoric, especially coming from from millionaires, multi-millionaires, telling us the the middle class millennials that we have no excuse as to why we're not rich like them trash that's a, why is it that's trash all that's all i had lined up that was the punchline um <laughs> <laughs> it's trash i think due to the fact that exactly like you said these are millionaires saying this trash um I feel like they're out of touch with reality and out of touch with the people who are actually living this life. I actually uh, watched uh, something from uh, Jay-Z back in 2012, uh, whenever the presidential debate or president like Obama and whoever was the other guy, like they were trying to determine who was going to be the president at that time. And, <laughs> I don't remember. I, I remember he was some white nerd. Okay. So uh, basically, during that interview, um, Jay-Z said, the question was basically, how how do you feel about about Obama becoming president? Do you feel like this is some something that's brand new and, and we should embrace? Basically, she was asking, how do you feel about a black president? And uh, Jay-Z came up with, he said that he thinks we haven't had this fight since the Great Depression. So this, this gives us something to fight for, as if to say, that black people haven't fought for their lives all this time before the Great Depression, and they're not struggling today. And now all of a sudden that we're trying to get Obama as president, we can finally fight for something. What? Yeah. No, he yep. didn't. Yes, he did, ma'am. You can go and look it up. It was in 2012. On some of this stuff, I just swear they just be saying just to get some comments. Just yeah, just some controversy, what, yeah. 
Yeah, just to see what they're gonna say. He is. Let me stop. I ain't gonna. I'm not even gonna credit that with a response. <laughs> what, what 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 do you think about that type of rhetoric? I think when it comes from a billionaire, you said billionaire or millionaire. Uh, they're billionaires now. That now that's eight hundred and twenty million in two thousand seventeen. That's his net worth. Uh, from Forbes. But regardless, like he might as well just be a a, a, a billionaire. billionaire. Like yeah, he right yeah. there. He right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just like because when you think about his story, I don't know everything about his story, but but think about the steps you have to take to even make it to where he is. Like even the whole music climate is not the same anymore. Like. Do you think a P Diddy could come out of out of this this era this these this decade in the era of uh, internet and stuff where the record companies ain't really like ain't, people ain't really trying to get in record companies A and R's which P Diddy was aren't really hitting like do you think somebody could actually take no, the same steps because he did P Diddy and, yeah. only got his start I'm sorry to talk over you but that made me upset because P Diddy <laughs> really only got his start because he kept inserting himself inside of his artist's song right and not paying them <laughs> not paying them no money and taking all their money so actually he's really a crook a crook <laughs> he's a crook and then telling us there's no excuse well i want to be i want to be ethical in my business practices sir so well I'm if sorry. you're a politician or, or uh old school rapper don't it was really no ethical involved but here's the thing that's really what this is this is really about economics and things like that and jay-z talks about that in like almost everything that he talks about if he's asked questions about how much he's worth he's always talking about economics and and basically what he's putting his money into and it and gabby and i um we talked about this a little bit but basically jc and p diddy i feel like they gotten so rich or they've gotten so much money that they're just out of touch with reality they really don't know who their fans are or the people who are actually supporting them and buying these albums Exactly. These albums are nine dollars and ninety nine cents. They're ten bucks at the at the store. You know what I'm saying? So ten. Yeah, please. Albums are fifteen. If you're regardless, they're ten dollars. Ten dollars on the internet. Twenty dollars on the internet. Whatever. They're in the ten to twenty dollar range. So ten to twenty dollars really ain't that much money. But when you think about it, when you think about it. Like, think of all the people that are buying these things from him. And 10 to $20 is not a lot, unless you're poor. I, I don't know what, what I'm trying to get at here. I'm yeah, really tired. I'm kind of confused. But regardless, I'm confused. We were saying they were out of touch because, like you said, yeah, no, like, we were, like Joy, we, me and KT were talking about, you know, Jay-Z was saying, why are people supporting LeVar Ball and buying his $500 a pair of shoes? And it's like, this has nothing to do with crabs in the barrel. This has to do with folks ain't get money to spend $500 on one pair of some ugly shoes. Who got $500 to spend on one pair of shoes? To spend on a pair of shoes. So it's like they're trying to... That's a mortgage. Like, that's that's somebody's rent. Like, uh, anybody get time for that? And so it's like... why do we as I guess we think that if we listen to these people, they're multimillionaires, they finna be billionaires, then maybe they can if we listen to them and follow all their steps, then we can become billionaires too. But that's not how it works. It's not just 
I, I can guarantee you every single one of these black folks that's telling you to do it, you can do it by yourself, has gotten help from somebody else. And more than likely, that person was not black. You know what this so, reminds me of? What? You know that rhetoric that they give you in high school whenever they're talking to you about Ben Franklin? Ben Franklin, he came from the dirtiest of the poorest of the poorest. And then he created <laughs> electricity. Mm-hmm. And here he is. Here he is. And being on the dollar bill or whatever dollar he owned. Hundred dollar. Hundred dollar. Now he on the hundred dollar bill. We known him and taking care of him for all his life. Like that's kind of what it sounds like. He, they're just telling us to 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 pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. That's literally what it, it is. Together. It's the same. It's the same. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But because it's coming from a black person, we think we kind of accept it. But when you think about it, they really don't even have our best interests in mind because they are part of the one percent. And we always talk about you know the rich. So they're trying to take us. They're part of the 1% too. Just because you like their music doesn't mean they have your best interest at heart. And just because you buy their records don't mean they care about you. So I think everybody should just take those people's stuff and grain of salt. Let me say, if you were able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, then it wouldn't be that, then it wouldn't have been that hard for XYZ to get where they are today. If you think about it, where was G? Oh, I was, I was about to say G Zay. (laughs) Where was Jay-Z when he was 10 years old? You know what I mean? Growing up in Brooklyn, poor, not, you know. I'm not going to say that. I don't know if that's accurately correct. No, that is accurate. Like, he's talked about that in, like, so many things. And he's talked about it. Okay, so if he was a crack dealer, if he was, Jay-Z was a crack dealer, then he should know that pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is not that hard it, i mean it is it's hard yeah and, but i guess it's not that hard if you're willing to sell crack or do something illegal then right. yeah it's not that hard but as far as i hate that term some people i admit i will i will admit that i have seen people fall um to the to their environment yeah, they have accepted. Okay, this is what I am. This is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be this. Uh-huh. You know, though I have seen that happen. But for the majority of people who feel like they're stuck, who want to get out of the hood, or who want to get out of their not not even just the hood, who want to get out of the economical situations, uh-huh. I think that the best way for you to do that. Is to get some help from these rich people. Exactly. Now I didn't. Now I didn't say have them do it for you. Of course not. You have to do things yourself. You, but you can't expect somebody to be where you are when you weren't even there yourself mm-hmm. during their circumstances. Right. That's that's just ridiculous. So yeah, y'all. But they do that to make it. I don't know. I guess they do that. Cause I, w- I was looking at Yvette Carnell, you know, she talks about these people. She, she, you know, she kind of goes and and she kind of thinks, um, you know, out out of the box a little bit. She says she thinks that these black black elitists are kind of upheld by liberals and stuff like that. You know, they're always with the liberal politicians and stuff. And they, they she thinks they're there to to calm us down to make it seem like everybody has a chance to be rich. 
All you have to yeah. do is pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And if yeah. they're there, then people think, well, maybe my life isn't that bad because, you know, I can always become a rapper and become the next PDD. So... Um, exactly, but you know what? That they, they can always become a rapper, or P Diddy, or Michael Jordan, or or or, or some other sports or entertainer. Yeah. But you never hear of a black CEO or a black um a business owner or the black Jet Magazine yeah. saying, "Hey, you can do this if you pull yourself up by your bootstraps." Mm-mm. Because I, I because assure you, know. yeah, yeah, they know. Because I was just listening to something on NPR, and this guy was like one of the top surgeons in America, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how he would never have gone to college if it wasn't for his teachers helping him, guiding him, and even applying to colleges for him, and he didn't even know. So he was that like, is. I didn't even know that these people had helped me, but if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have even gone to college. Everybody has somebody to help them. Nobody does exactly. this stuff on their own. But uh, let's let's segue into black businesses because I saw this meme and I thought it was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. So this is what the meme says. Dear black people, F marching, F protesting, F fighting those corny A Nazis. Let's just simply buy all of the abandoned properties in our hoods and rebuild. <laughs> what money? What money? <laughs> what are your thoughts, Joy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my thought right there. No, but no, I've said something similar. I've said that uh, for the business owners who are black, even if you're not in the same type of business you can always come together and have more together than you will apart. Mm-hmm. I think it is um, instilled inside of the black community that we can get more apart than we can together. But that's simply not true. We talk about, oh, you know, they black, they're not going to help you. You know, black people got problems. Black. What is that saying here in the South? When you, when you see a black, oh, but you know, I have seen many black people say, oh, but you know, they're black or black people don't want to help each other. And we have this, this knowledge and say, oh, black people don't want to help each other. But at the same time, we don't do anything or take any steps to fix that. So I think that's actually a really good idea. But as KT said, (laughs) with what money, but I think when they say that they're making that statement to black people who are already business owners but my thing is I understand well we can get into that investing in black businesses thing but my thing is they're just saying F marching F protesting F fighting the Nazis like so let's just forget about all this crazy stuff going on they're saying forget about it it's happening but ignore it and then reach into your pockets <laughs> with your imaginary money and buy up all this property. What do you think, KT? I know you're not black, but what do you think about the whole sentiment? Oh, another, another, uh, another great time to use my favorite word, trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna be my saying from now on. Like, just everything that we talk about is just trash. I'm tired. 
I'm sick of this shit. Like we, I feel like we always come to a point where people are always like, well, this is the black people's issue and black people do this. And, and like Joy is saying, like she has actually heard black people say, well, that's just black people. And that's just what they do. Like that. It shouldn't be like that. I don't think I, I feel like we should be holding people responsible for their terrible trash views. So the, the, but the main, the main thing that is I'm taking from this is that it's saying, because when you think about protesting and marching, that's, that means you're trying to get some type of political change. So they're pretty much saying, forget any type of political change. Let's just get this money and invest. But like everybody's saying, first of all, what money are we going to get? Like we have no money. And then if we wanted to get loans to buy this property, we can't get loans because uh, we're black. And then after we buy this property, the, like, what are we going to do with it? Okay, you buy the property, now what are you going to do? Like, there's no type of, it's just all, it's the rhetoric stuff again. It's not necessarily what P. Diddy was talking about, but it's, again, their rhetoric that's not really thought out. And it allows you to attack people and say, well, y'all ain't, y'all minds ain't in the right place. Like, you can't think about fighting Nazis and black economics at the same time. Well, hold on, you guys. It was a meme. Of course, we know memes are there to cause controversy, to make us think. But I also, some things are just meant to be funny. You know? But I that, that was wasn't just... meant to be funny. Most of them people on the in the comments were like, yeah, yeah, that, we need to work on the economics. Yeah, well, like, them folks weren't laughing. Well, some, though, I think those people are tired of not seeing a change and want to have another option. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think that when people say, that's the marching, that's the, um, what else they say? Protest. Protest. That means, okay, look, nothing's happening here. I'm so frustrated that nothing is happening. We need to think about another step. Mm-hmm. We need to think about something else to do. And I think that when I think that people say those say, say those things or make those memes when they're just frustrated and tired of um ty- just tired of what has become the status quo. So I think that's just frustration talking and all the time, most of the time, frustration is not always exactly what we feel. It's it's what we feel, not what we think. I had a a follow-up question to that. So do you think that, or maybe, do you think that maybe these people feel like uh, protesting and things like that, like that's not a, uh, like a doing thing? Like, like, Based on what they said, it sounds like they want more action or they want to take, like you said, an additional step. So they do they do you think these people not feel that that protesting and, and things like that is that additional step that you can take? Because no, nine I, times out of ten, these people who are making these posts on Facebook and stuff are literally just sitting behind their computer and not doing anything about it except complaining and bitching that we don't do X, Y, and Z. These are the same people who are not donating to these businesses and things like that either. Exactly. So, like what 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 do you think in in regards to that? I think that most people think about taking an action. They don't say, "Oh, we need to rewrite a law. We need to get a law rewritten." Well, how do we go about getting that law rewritten? Let's protest. I think protest protesting has become a norm 
to get to gain people's attention. And while it is, or while it can be an effective tool of marketing, it is also very dangerous. It is also very scary. And and often sometimes, um, what is the right word I'm looking for? It is very unstable. And here's what I mean by that, unstable. But when you protest, a couple of people can start out a protest Mm -hmm. and say, we want um, tacos. We want tacos. We want tacos. This is how we need to get tacos. This is why we need to get tacos. Now, those group of five or six people who have started off, they told their friends about it. Next thing you know, everybody understands this is supposed to be a peaceful protest for attention, uh, you know, to get the a point across for people to see your side of it. So people can gather the attention that the protest needs so you can get your cause out there. However, there are people who have, who come to the protest, protesting tacos, but start altercations and start destroying, destroying uh, the uh, neighborhood. And that takes away from the protest so now it's not about tacos anymore it's about the uh the the protest and how the protest has smashed uh, um a white man's uh grocery store go ahead <laughs> these tacos <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you as long as it's got some veggie meat i don't give a shit there you go oh my gosh <laughs> Anyways, Why are you saying, oh my God, I'm going to hang up on you right now. Because it's, uh, this cousin. Okay. I don't so, care. I'm proud of you. Listen. So, we talked about, you just said all that to say about that meme. I just think, you know, like you said, memes are made to oversimplify big ideas. I think it was, just, I just didn't like it because it was like, if you care about uh, mar- marching and protesting, then you're obviously not as smart as us because we know about black economics, even though what we know is a very limited, the limited amount of knowledge possible. But we're going to act like we know more than you because uh, we're, resp- we're talking about it. You guys, tell us what you think. You can hit us up on our social media, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, or hit us up on Twitter at talkitout underscore pod, and we can debate more there. Okay, the last topic we're going to talk about is... um. Something that Joy wanted to discuss, which uh, I had just, I was just made aware of uh, recently. Uh, If everybody knows, the show Death Note made a movie, um, a Netflix movie. um, And there was a lot of controversy about it because even though this is a Japanese anime, the main character in the cartoon or in the anime is Japanese. Everybody in there is Japanese, but the main character in the movie is this basic white guy. So, uh, what did y'all think when y'all first saw the cast of the show? And and have y'all watched the show? I mean, have y'all watched the movie? Go, Katie. Um. Oh, so I was really excited. <laughs> I really wanted to watch it because I read the comic and. Or, I'm sorry, I read the manga. Magma. Mag, no, Magna. Ma- Magna. Mag, 
now I can't even say it. I read the comic regardless, and I also uh, watched the series uh, whenever it came on, and of course I loved it, and it was just great. But then, um, then Netflix comes out with this trash that deserves to be garbage, and um, I hate it. Uh, to me, I may be weird for saying this, but in the anime, light was like really, really hot. And he was fine. And like, yeah. if, if I was in the anime, I would do him. But, <laughs> but in the movie, he's terrible. Like, he just, he looks so ugly. And he's a nerd. And he doesn't look like he's smart. And like, they weren't following the script. And like, I just, oh, I just don't like it. And also, obviously, the obvious point here, they completely whitewashed. Netflix always whitewashes everything, so it's really annoying. Everything that I want to watch, it end up get, it ends up getting whitewashed. Um, another example of that would be the um, what what's the what's the Marvel one that just came out like uh, not Ghost. Too, too many months oh, ago? Ghost in the Shell. Uh, um, no, yeah, that one that one Marvel, but Ghost in the Shell that's not Netflix. Um, God, what do you call it? I, I can't even the remember. Fenders, Regardless. Uh, no, was, no, no, no. Derek will know what I'm talking about. Derek, if you're listening, you'll know what I'm talking about because we were both angry. We wanted to watch it, but we were both Iron angry. Fist. Iron Fist! There you go. Yes. I wanted to watch that because if you know me, I'm obsessed with Marvel, DC, anything comic, anything like super nerdy that has to do with superheroes and things like that. I'm obsessed with it. And I had to cringe as I was watching it because, of course, Netflix whitewashed it so yeah that's how i feel about netflix and their trash well here's how i feel <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, don't ever do that again <laughs> you're now blocked <laughs> well this is why i feel that way let me tell you because i feel that first of all, you can't. This, I, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me take a minute to collect my thoughts because I know what I want to say, but I don't want to sound crazy when I say it. You stupid blank, blank, blankety, blank, blank, blankety, blank, blank, blankety. You creep, blah, blah, blankety, blank. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but no, on a more serious note, Adam Wingard, Adam Wingard, you know, you whitewashed Death Note. Yeah. Now he says that it wasn't supposed; it was supposed to be an adaptation of Death of Death of Death Note. It wasn't supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, um, they didn't really see yeah, yeah a re a, a, a reenactment. It really wasn't supposed to be, take it uh were take to take it as it was. Mm-hmm. But don't call it death note. Right. That's first. Secondly, they said, well, we didn't really see race when we were making it happen. Boy, but yes, I did. That, oh, hold on. But hold on. They also said they looked for Asian. Um <laughs> Asian uh, people, but they couldn't find um, any that didn't that spoke English well. They what went in to the Japan. world? Huh? 
Hold on. They say they went to Japan to look or something like to to look for uh, Chinese. Uh, uh, Chinese? Chinese. Yes, they say we look for Chinese. Let me go on here and tell you what he says word for word. This, because how do you say in the same sentence that he didn't see color when he was, they were casting, but at the same time you were looking for Chinese Americans? First of all, you should have been looking for Japanese Americans. Right. Okay? That's first and foremost. Secondly, I was so looking forward to the film when I saw it on uh, Netflix. I didn't even know it was coming out, so it was just a complete, you know, surprise to me. Here's his... Uh, a uh, quote on t- Adam Wingard put a tweet out and said, just clearing up misconceptions. No one has seen the film out. This was before it was released. No one has seen the film outside of the two testing test screenings. Criticism at this point are based on assumptions. Okay. Then he says, it's one of those things where it's good, where it's a good conversation to be having. And it wasn't one we were really expecting. It wasn't until Ghost in the Shell cracked it open that it became a conversation. Mm. But by then, we had already cast all of that stuff. But you casted it, but you didn't shoot the movie. Mm-hmm. This no, is I'm saying, who, want, who wanted a new experience? We come for Death Note, we want Death Note. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It should have been made into a, it should have been the death of notes or the note of death or whatever. Right. Or something or something like death note. But it was not death note. You can't get mad at people when they're wondering about you whitewashing a Japanese manga or mag. How do you say it, KT? I think it's manga. Manga. I thought it was. Manga or manga, whatever. However those nerds say. Manga, manga. You can't get mad about people uh, uh, that saying you whitewashed this uh, Japanese cultural um, comic, which was turned into an anime series, which they have done already several different movies of. Mm -hmm. You cannot get mad about that because or say that you didn't see color or say that you didn't see um, race because it. How are you going to take a Japanese god, because that's what Ryuki is, voiced by a white actor? Okay, but let me say this. before I understand like all the whitewashing stuff, but let me say this. They did not even make him look legit. Exactly. They made him look really bootleg, and it pissed me off. Like, it made me so mad whenever I seen him, and, like, he looked really, really cool at first. Whenever, like, uh, in the beginning, like, light is coming, or in the classroom or whatever, yeah. and all you seen was the back of him where his spikes are up, and I was like, yes, 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 like, that's so cool, that's so cool, and then all of a sudden you see his face, and you're like, what is this? Right, it looks this comical. This is not yeah. him. <laughs> it's like they Where had the one job now? because this movie would be this movie is like so easy to make because as far as graphics that's the only thing you got to make with the graphics the, the, the demon dude right. like you had one job to make a demon and it look a hot mess <laughs> so um. and here's what Adam Winger here's what um Roy Lee the producer of Death Note said Death Note said about the whitewashing he said. I, he told this to Vulture, Vulture.com, you know, Vulture yeah. magazine, all that. He said, I think we got the right characters for the part that were written. We didn't look at race as a factor. Huh? We just did, we just 
did the version that was set in the U.S. There are remakes of U.S. M- movies like Sideways in Japan, but there was never a thought of them to bring um, in American actors to play the characters in the Japanese remake. But here's the thing. Hey, this is how they racist. There's not Japanese Americans. They couldn't exactly. get nobody that was Japanese descent that's an American that can speak English. Exactly. In Japan, there are maybe 99 out of 100 Japanese and one American. Right. In America, it is a, it's called a melting pot for a reason, Roy Lee. Okay? I'm sure you can find a Chinese actor to play a Japanese or a Japanese actor to play a Japanese right. or some other type of Asian to play a Japanese. Ooh. You do not need <laughs> to go get Nat Wolf, who I love. Racist. Well, let it sound how they made the film. That Wolf, I knew I've seen that kid's face before. That's he who was yes. in the Brothers Band. I Yeah, so I'm a fan of Nat Wolf and his brother Alex Wolf. I love them. I wish I, I was glad they came back. I just wish little Rosaline was in there too. Mm. For people who watch the Naked Brothers band. But however, Nat Wolf, you're old enough now to know what whitewashing is. Uh-huh. And you know that this film was whitewashed. And you know that she, <laughs> he, he, said he, was, he said he was still Nat Wolf said that he was still that he didn't hear about the anime until the script came across his Ooh, desk. What a lie! What a lie! The well, even that's the truth, that's a hot mess. That's a shame. And so if he didn't, which is why I'm going off what he's saying, he's also said that he um um he started watching he read the magma or a, ma- a manga magma. and that he I read the gun. He, he read, read the gun. I'm sorry. Whatever. He, and, he, <laughs> and he started watching the film. And he started watching the television show. He, he Basically, he said that he still wasn't finished watching it. Ooh. So you have no idea how, how this ends. And if you're going to admit something in an interview, kid, you best to believe, even though I like you and I love you from the Naked Brothers fan, you have to watch what you're saying and think about the roast that you're taking, Mr. Adam Wolf, or, you know, Nat Wolf. It tells okay, I mean, I guess also, to do young, but like if you go on this whole road, like that's the bare minimum to at least watch what you're gonna recreate. Like, oh, exactly, it's gonna take a long time. Exactly. If I was going to uh, be in a movie and I was an actress, and uh, the movie uh, Princess Diana came across my uh, uh, desk. And I read it. Oh, I love this movie. Let me look up who Princess Deanna is. And it's this white lady in England or London or wherever she is. I am not going to take that role as Princess Deanna. Now, I'll play a substitute. You know, mm-hmm. I'll play a, a, a supporting role. But the main character should be who the main character was. That's like taking Nina Simone and having her played by somebody who wasn't black. Right. Somebody that don't look nothing like her in uh, light skin. <sighs> what you say? I ain't going that far. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did. Uh, I, I, Zoe, uh, about, uh, whatever Saldana, her name is. Saldana. Yeah, Saldana, but she just, she knew she wasn't right for that. Has that movie Bro. even come out yet? 
No, I don't think it has. I don't think it will. Because of all the outrage. So, thank you guys for listening to this wonderful discussion. We hope you get a little something, something from it. We hope it can be a great conversation starter for you to take home and uh, discuss with your family and friends. Remember, if you want to get in contact with us, you can get in contact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, on our Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast, and on our Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. Also visit our website, tiopodcast.com. Make sure you visit that. Make sure you click on an ad or two to help Please. support. Please. Um, and I will be updating my uh, uh, Joy's questions of the week very soon. Week. It's been busy getting back into school. You know, the paperwork that comes with that. But I am on my way, I promise. What? You, go, you, you going back to school? If you read it, yes, I am. In December, I'll be going back to school. But it's just as much paperwork for my sign language class that I had no idea it would be. Oh. Mm. Well, just, yeah, I'll pray for Joy and what she's trying to accomplish. Yes. <laughs> Send them a little hands up. Uh, what, is, what else? Okay, T.I.O. Podcast. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Yes, just give us your feedback. We have Remember, we have to set up that appointment. With with joy and all those other people that want to get on the show and, and talk to her, so we're still working Why does everybody want to talk to me? That's what I want to know. Because Girl, they like what you're talking about. You. They like what you're talking about. So oh, they want to get you. on here and Thanks. discuss it. They ready? They real ready? Well, so, I guess we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, this has been Talk to Their Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy and Katie, and this has been Talk It Out. Talk, 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 talk it out, talk it out, talk, talk, talk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>